Your hour of Thrive Time begins now with your host, Jay Mamie, on the Jay Mamie Talk Show. The Jay Mamie Talk Show. Good morning, everyone, and welcome once again to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. This is Jay Mamie, and you have now entered your hour of Thrive Time. I want you to know if you're visiting our show for the very first time today, wow, you are in for a fantastic treat as your inaugural visitation or listening to our show as we've got three outstanding guests to join us today. You'll hear from them shortly, but I want you to know that if you've not had a chance to catch our prior episodes, and after today, if you're listening for the first time, you're going to want to find out what all the buzz is all about around the J. Mamie Talk Show, then you can go over to my website, the thejmamietalkshow.com. There at the archive section, you can pick up all of our prior episodes. We continue to bring quality broadcasting for you to thrive, and today's no different as you will hear from my first guest. I'm looking forward to our first guest here, Whitney Johnson, as we open up our featured guest spotlight. Whitney Johnson is not only the award-winning author of Disrupt Yourself and the best-selling Build an A-Team, but she's a world-class keynote speaker. She's a frequent lecturer for Harvard Business School's Corporate Learning. She's a popular contributor to the Harvard Business Review, and she has 1.8 million followers on LinkedIn. In fact, she was selected as a top voice on LinkedIn in 2020. And her course on fundamentals of entrepreneurship has been viewed more than a million times. She also hosts the weekly Disrupt Yourself podcast, which has featured some of the biggest names in thought leadership uh, space. So I'm excited to have her on the show. Whitney, welcome to the show. Oh, I'm delighted to be here. I know your busy schedule uh, often has you pulled in many directions, so I appreciate you taking the time to to be with us today and to share your wisdom with our listening audience. But before we dive into all of the goodness that we've got to unwrap here, can you share a little bit about your earlier journey? Yes, absolutely. And what a lovely introduction, your goodness to unwrap. Let's see if we can do that. Well, um, I... Uh, I started, um, I actually graduated from college in music, so I played the piano in college and um, didn't really plan on becoming a musician. I think I had some vague notion that I would get married and have children, which I have done, Um, (laughs) but then something interesting happened, which was I did get married and my husband and I went to New York and he was in graduate school and we needed to eat. And so someone needed to buy that food. That person turned out to be me. I caught a job Hmm. working as a secretary because I was a music major. I wasn't really qualified for much at that point. Um, Started as a secretary working for a retail stockbroker. But one of the interesting things that happened for me in this place that I was in, it was a very exciting time. It was the late 80s, early 90s, the era of working girl and liars poker and So I would go to work every day and I'd have all these people next to my desk in this bullpen and they would say things to their people that they were trying to open brokerage accounts with and get them to buy stocks and, you know, throw down your pom-poms and get in the game. And first I was super offended because I had been a cheerleader in high school. (laughs) But then I thought, hmm, maybe I need to throw down my pom-poms. And that was really the beginning of me kind of shifting in my mind and disrupting myself for the first time, even though I would not have known it to call it that then. And so I started taking business courses at night in accounting, finance, economics, um, had a boss who believed in me, which allowed me to move from 
from being a secretary to an investment banker, which rarely happens, then moved into equity research, got um, was disrupted again because my boss was fired, basically got shoved into equity research. So I was disrupted that time, mm. did that for about eight years, became an institutional investor ranked analyst, and then um, decided around 2005 that it was time for me to disrupt myself. I thought I was leaving Wall Street forever. Um, but I had connected with Clayton Christensen at the Harvard Business School, who had written this fantastic book called The Innovator's Dilemma, which helped me understand what disruption actually was, um, this silly little thing that takes over the world, and thought, I want to become an entrepreneur. But I turned out that I worked with Clayton, co-founded the Disruptive Innovation Fund with him, did that for about five years, fast forward to 2012, do now have children, et cetera, and decide to disrupt myself again leave investing and really focus on building a business around these ideas of personal disruption, the S curve of learning Mm. and helping grow people through personal disruption. So music major to helping coach and advise and, and, and help companies grow their, their top and their bottom line. Now I love that story. You started as a music major and again, honestly, you, you mentioned that's probably not what you were going to pursue. Uh, so that the seed of disruption was already uh, being fertilized in you, even at, as you were listening and taking those those music courses in college. But it, it's a point that people have to listen to and often pay, atten- pay attention. And it's an encouragement point. It's a point that where you start doesn't mean it's where you're going to end. It's just where you start, right? It has nothing to do with how you end. And you're a classic example of that. Uh, you didn't hold on to music. You held on to what was going to be your passion and that moved you in that direction, who you are today. But speaking about disrupting your career and, and yourself as a whole, all, and, and one of my prior shows, I spoke about having a rebellious spirit. In fact, I spoke about taking a sabbatical. <laughs> but having a rebellious soul is is one thing, but disrupting your career and yourself is a, is a whole other. So let's talk about that. What would you say is the premier telltale sign or an internal indicator that disruption is calling? Mm, such a great question. Um, and the reason it's disruption um, is that when you decide to disrupt yourself, you're basically stepping back from who you are and what you're doing right now. And in that step back, people look at you and think you've lost your mind because whatever, you know, the status quo seems to make a lot of sense, but you're stepping back so you can slingshot forward. So that's why it's so confusing to people because it doesn't look logical on Mm. the face of it. Mm. Um, The telltale sign I would say is that you, um, You've gotten to this point where you're pretty good at what you're doing. You've figured it out. You're able to, you know, get the work done. Um, and but there's so functionally, you're doing everything you need to do. But there's an emotional job that stops being done. You start to feel like I think there might be more for me. There, there's sort of this yearning inside. I need to continue to grow. I need to continue to develop. And if I try to stay where I am, um, I'm either going to self sabotage and, and get kicked off the mountain that I'm on, my, my plateau will become a precipice, or I'm just going to die inside a little bit. And so there's that feeling of, I don't want to die inside a little bit, so mm-hmm. I guess I better do something. I guess I better disrupt myself. Now, would you say that boredom or this this lackluster excitement to learning, because you've, you've sort of arrived at a place where you feel like I've learned as much as I'm going to learn. And then you start to get this unsettled feeling. Would that be 
and one of those internal indicators. And was that an indi- an internal indicator for you as you've had many disruptions over the last uh, you know, two decades? Yeah, it absolutely is. There, there. I mean, you can look at sometimes, you know, how long have you been doing what you've been doing? If you've been doing the exact same thing for three or four years and nothing's changed, that's sometimes an external indicator. But it is that that boredom. So one of the things that happens is, um, in our in, in our work, we have this S curve of learning framework, and every time you start something new, you're at the base of an S, and and you know you feel like you have no idea what you're doing, and it's super overwhelming and super scary, but gro- you're growing really fast, and then you move into that steep part of the S where you're growing fast and it's fun and you feel exhilarated and it's a sweet spot, and then you get to the top of the S, and there's a part of you that says. I'm at the top of this mountain. This is fantastic. But like hmm. I said earlier, that plateau can become a precipice because now what's happening is you're, you're not learning. You've become bored. And so, uh, and since growth is our default setting, you now have to hmm. make a choice of, okay, am I going to stay here when you, in fact you can't actually stay here? Um, so eventually you'll get disrupted, or am I going to proactively choose to disrupt myself? And when I say disrupt myself, um, it's not always go change jobs, you know, move to a new state. Um, you can disrupt yourself in lots of little microwaves every single day. Um, and so there, there's big disruption and there's small disruption, but both over the long term do lead to big disruption. I like what you said earlier, uh, Whitney, when you said growth is our default setting. And I've never mm-hmm. heard it put that way, but I, I've got to share with you for a split second, I did a sort of an internal check and I said, you know what, that's right, because I'm always looking to, to grow and, and to develop. Uh, now, I know my listeners may be thinking, well, I don't have any growth defect, uh, default setting in me. And I would probably say there is somewhere, somehow, something in you that wants to continue to advance and progress. You've got to find out what that is and latch on to that. But you mentioned the S-curve. When we come back after the break, and, and we could open up the conversation, but when we come back after the break, how does the S-curve play such a role in disruption discovery? Mm. Yeah. Okay. So why don't we do that after the break? Because I want to take on this growth as a default setting. I absolutely believe 100% that we are wired to grow. I, I just, I will, I will fall on my sword on that statement. Mm-hmm. What I will say is that if we think that we don't care about growing, something has happened in our lives where we believe that growth is not possible for yeah. us, or we've gotten discouraged, we've gotten a mindset that it isn't possible, because I do believe that it is, in fact, our default setting. And so if, we, if we're if we to the point where we feel like it isn't, then that's an opportunity for us to figure out how to, to reset and start to believe that it is. Well put, well put. And we will pick up the S-curve question, Whitney, right after the break. This is Jay Mamie from the Jay Mamie Talk Show. I want to encourage all of you that are in sales, business owners, entrepreneurs to attend the upcoming Thrive Sales Mastery Workshop happening Friday, September 24th in Fort Worth. This is a free event designed to help you become better at the skills of selling at the mastery level. If you're struggling with your sales skills, if you're struggling with your results, this is the workshop to be at. SurviveToThriveGuide.com forward slash events. That's SurviveToThriveGuide.com forward slash events. Have you ever hired the wrong person? Did the resume give you the impression they would be a good fit because of their past accomplishments? I'm Cody Robinson, founder of Robinson Interview Consultants. We help employers reduce turnover, thus saving time and money through the screening and interview process. 
Utilizing proper question formulation and response interpretation, we identify candidates whose character and behaviors align with your vision, values, and culture. Check us out at interviewexperts.com for a complimentary review of your hiring practices. That's interviewexperts.com. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I'm in my late 60s, and I still work. I work construction, but I'm just kind of always tired and sluggish, just tired all the time. Since I've taken the balance of nature, I feel just better, overall general better. And I'm a type of person that takes very little over-the-counter meds, and I've never really believed in testimonies. But I just thought, I'm going to try it because I just feel so rotten. I've got to be able to feel better. So it's a no-brainer for me. I'll just tell you this. I'll be on Balance of Nature until I die. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code DALLAS. Welcome back to Thrive Time with Jay Mamie. Welcome back, everyone, to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. Having a fantastic conversation with Whitney Johnson here. We left off in our last segment talking about how the S-curve plays a role in disruption discovery. So, Whitney, let's pick up from there. All right. So let me give you a little bit of background on the S-curve. So this is something that has been used for decades. Um, It was popularized by E.M. Rogers in 1962 to help people figure out how quickly an innovation would be adopted. And and I had this big aha that we could actually help us understand, it. we could use it to help us understand um, the, the science of how we grow, how we develop. And so what I want all of you to do right now is picture in your mind, um, take your finger and draw an, an S. So start with a you know, small line across and basically say every time you start something new, you are the base of that S. Um, you've started a new project, you've started a new role, you've started a new job, you've gone on a vacation for the first time in 18 months, for example. Well, when you're at the base of that S, growth is absolutely happening, but you can't see it. It, There's not enough that you can see it, and it takes a lot of time for you to feel like anything's really happening. And so it can feel very much like a slog, like, oh, why did I even start doing this? And, oh, by the way, I really, you know, I, I'm uncomfortable. This isn't my identity. I, I like who I was before. And so when you know that growth is going to be like that, when you start something new, it really normalizes the process and makes you feel like, oh, okay, I'm super uncomfortable and awkward. It doesn't mean I shouldn't have taken this job. It just means I'm at the base of the S. This is normal. Then what happens is you put in that time, that energy, you start to accelerate into that deep, sleek back of that S. And I want you to draw it with your hand as I'm talking through Mm -hmm. it. And this is the sweet spot of that S. Because what happens now is whereas at the launch point, it took a lot of time for it to feel like anything was happening. Now in a little time, a lot happened. So it was slow, it felt slow, and now it is fast. Because now it's hard, but it's not too hard, and it's easy but not too easy. And so all your neurons are firing. You feel exhilarated. You feel like this is right where I'm supposed to be. And this is that sweet spot of your growth. And then the third part of it is you get into mastery. And this is now I want you to take another swoop with your hand and you've got this vertical, excuse me, horizontal line where 
you've now, you're at the top of the mountain. You've figured things out. You're pretty good at whatever it is you were trying to do. You've mastered it. Um, the only challenge is, is that because you've mastered it, you're no longer learning. You're no longer getting the dopamine, that mm-hmm. feel-good effect that comes with learning. Mm-hmm. And so you say to yourself, well, now what do I do? You're at the top of the mountain if you want to continue to grow because growth is our default setting. As we said a moment ago, you have to keep climbing. Keep climbing may mean that you do a brand new role. It may mean that you do a brand new project or you may decide, you know what, this is a summit, but it's not the summit. I'm going to find ways to re-engage in this particular job by taking on new projects or taking on new people that I'm mentoring so that you can continue to climb on that exact same S-curve. But when you understand this, you have this model in your mind for what growth looks like, I can bet that every one of your listeners will start mapping out their, their life, high school, college, first job, second job, and say, oh, yes, my life is a series of S-curves. That's brilliant. I've never heard it put that way. And Whitney, I appreciate that that analogy so much because it's a strong visual. And you're right. As you just said the last few seconds that if you look at the, your life, I did for, for those uh, split seconds, you're absolutely right. My life has been an S-curve. Absolutely right. So I appreciate you helping our audience understand how to sort of take this visual and apply it to their lives. But I've got a question. When you're at the top, because there's a lot of folks, and you and I both can agree to this, we both know people like this, they get to the top mm-hmm. of the S-curve, and then they either freeze, they don't want to move, they get comfortable, they get cozy, they don't grow. Mm-hmm. When you're at the top of that S-curve, what essentially do you rob yourself of by choosing to stay there? Mm. Well, the first thing I want to say, I'm going to digress for two seconds. I think that's been one of the gifts of this last 18 months is that um, as challenging as it has been, it pushed all of us off the top of the proverbial Mm S-curve and pushed all of us to the launch point of a new S-curve, which is fraught with difficulty, but it's also a tremendous opportunity. And so that's one of the reasons why we're going to see a lot of growth and development over the next couple of years, because we've all been unmoored in a way that that gives opportunity for growth. Um, So so to to answer your question, um, if you're at the top of a curve and you don't decide to grow, you're going to stagnate. And when you start to stagnate, um, you start to feel discouraged or Mm -hmm. angry or bitter. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you start to kind of close in on yourself. And if you're not growing, you're dying. And so that's that piece of I'm dying inside just a little bit. But one thing I will say for people, a quick little hack, is that we do like the status quo. We do prefer it. Um, uh, Daniel Kahneman and Amos Tversky, the, the behavioral economists, said that we're, we're 2.2 times more motivated by what we lose than by what we gain. And so mm-hmm. one of the things you can do when you're at the top of a curve and you're thinking, I don't really want to jump and you can't get motivated by it. But if I jumped, if I did something new, I could, you know, if I got up 15 minutes earlier tomorrow, I could, you know, write a book, for example. The thing that you can do to motivate yourself is say, all right, I like where I am and this is super comfortable. I don't want to get up earlier, for example, but what am I going to lose if I don't? So you start to raise the stakes by thinking about what you'll lose if you decide to stay where you are. And that definitely tends to motivate me. For quick example, I can say to myself, if I prepare to do this interview that I'm going to have with Jay right now, I will feel so good. 
Well, that doesn't motivate me as much as if I'm not prepared to talk to Jay, I will feel really embarrassed. Mm -hmm. That motivates me more. And so that's, you can use that thing of what will I lose if I don't continue to grow? You know, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I think one of the areas where people can certainly consider what they're going to lose if they stay there, stay sort of stay stuck, comfortably stuck, I call it, is you lose out <laughs> on the experiences that await you. And life is an experience. Life is a series of experiences. And you're right, at the top of that S-curve, what you will rob yourself of is the joy of new experiences. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah, well put. Okay. Now, exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> so let's talk about disruption because disruption has two sides to what I call the benefit coin. One benefits mm-hmm. the individual. We've been talking about that. But the other and more of a corporate or organizational setting, which is, which is an area that you're huge in, the other benefactor of that disruption coin is really the manager or the director or the CEO. But, but for those that are wondering, how is that beneficial? How is disruption beneficial to the manager or director? You, you explain that well. And can you do that now? Yeah. Okay. So it, it benefits in a number of different ways. Number one, um, it benefits the person that you're allowing to disrupt themselves because when you're at the top of an S curve, you've got an innovative capacity that is latent, right? You're not learning in the same way that you were. And so when you allow that person to jump to a new S curve, you are unleashing and unlocking their innovative capacity on behalf of the organization, if not your team. So that's that person that within your team itself, you are allowing people who are maybe in the sweet spot who are ready to move into mastery to continue to expand their role and their contribution to the organization. So you're, you're unleashing their capacity by allowing someone who's at the top of the curve to jump to the bottom of a new curve. And then the third thing you do um, is that you as a manager um, now become known as a talent developer. You're mm. a boss, you're a manager that people want to work for because they know that if they work for you, you're going to work them hard, you're going to develop them. And once they are developed, if you can't find something for them to do on your team, they, you will help them find something to do on another team. And what we know is that longevity in an organization, a very strong predictor of that is, do I perceive that there is opportunity for me in this organization? Is there a growth upside for me? And if there is, people stay. And if there isn't, they'll say, I feel stuck. I've got to go find something new. Or they'll just check out. But in terms of staying and, and contributing, they perceive that there's upside. So it, it benefits the individual that's moving. It's, it benefits the individuals who stay and move up the S-curve. It benefits the boss because they become a talent magnet. And it benefits the organization overall because now you have three people who are all very productive, Mm -hmm. very engaged, moving through that that growth curve. Uh, I couldn't agree with you more. There is benefits. This is more like the three-sided coin, if there's such a thing as most of a a three-dimensional coin here because everyone benefits from it. But in our last couple of minutes here, you know, because I, I, I can almost hear the thoughts of people listening. So, disruption, disruption. I get it. I get it. And then you have people that will take this thought and they'll go off the deep end, meaning they will be impulsive, not give a thought. And, and because they're there, they're ready to disrupt, but they don't have the wisdom because disruption takes wisdom. So in our last minute or two here, what would you say would be the wise steps 
for someone or, or a company who wants to disrupt their lives mm-hmm. without disrupting their foundational work, without sabotaging what they've worked so hard for to put in place and everyone else around them too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's such a great question. And I've done that before. When I, when I first left wall street, um, I, I did a little bit of that sort of helter skelter willy nilly and not that it wasn't the right decision, but I didn't quite prepare to do it. Um, in the way that I could have. And so I think the advice that I would give, the advice my husband would give, <laughs> is that when you when you want to disrupt yourself, I think it's really important to go to your truth tellers, to the people around you, mm. and say, you know, I want to do this. I think this is important. If I don't do it, I'm going to die inside. And our relationships are important. And I understand that my jumping to a new S-curve is going to mean that you effectively are going to have to jump to a new S-curve. So what can we do so that it will work for all of us, for the good of all of us? So embrace the fact that you have that constraint, knowing that in the process of doing that, that jump may, be, um, may take a little bit longer, but it will be more measured and you will, you will mitigate the risk on the downside. So, so absolutely right. There can be too much, um, but I think if you're willing to listen to the, the truth tellers, the people that you trust, you'll then be able to do this in a way that will allow you to grow, but also create a context and an ecosystem for the people around you that you love and you care about to grow as well. Wonderful. Sage advice from the guru. Folks, I'm so excited that we've had a chance to have Whitney on the show. uh, And we really just superficially covered the topic matter. That's why, Whitney, you have an open mic here, and I hope that in the future you'll join us again. Well, thank you, Jay. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for being on the show. Folks, we're going to be right back after the break. Does your company have a decision-making process that is repeatable, reliable, and consistent? Hello, my name is Gerard Ibarra. I'm a consultant, author, and speaker. I teach companies how to make better decisions. With my process, companies become more efficient, get buy-in from the stakeholders, keeps their emotions at bay, and make better decisions for the overall benefit of the company. Contact me today at G-E-R-A-R-D-I-B-A-R-R-A.com, GerardIbarra.com, to learn more and receive a free 30-minute consultation. Are you struggling to find great employees? Is it frustrating to find and keep top talent? Hi, my name is Glenn Richardson. I'm the founder and chief talent advisor of Rhodium Talent Advisors. We recognize that finding employees can feel like searching for a diamond in the rough, but we make hiring easy. Our four-step fit factor process is expertly designed to help you save time, save money, and hire better. Call us today at 972 515 2965 or free consultation and free hiring process review. If you're like most people, you're probably more than a little concerned about the state of the world around us today. Strange times. The stock market all-time highs every day. U.S. debt never been higher right now. Dollars losing value. And let's not forget about inflation, the highest since 2008. Remember what happened in 2008. So how do you protect your money, your retirement, your savings? Well, many people, just like you, are turning to Old Faithful to protect themselves during these difficult times. And Old Faithful is real gold and silver from the Oxford Gold Group, the kind you can actually hold in your hands and have in your IRA. 
No better time than the present to protect your future and the future of your family. Call the Oxford Gold Group right now, 833-928-GOLD. They will send you their free guide on investing in gold and silver and answer all of your questions. Protect your money before things get even worse out there. Call the Oxford Gold Group today at 833-928-GOLD. Oxford is here to help you protect your savings and retirement. That's 833-928-GOLD. Welcome back to Thrive Time with Jay Mamie. Welcome back to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. I'm a big believer and have always been a big believer in the ability for someone to thrive in the areas of wellness, uh, fitness, but more importantly, being able to take care of their bodies in a way that their bodies allow them to thrive for as long as they want to. So part of the show today is having two subject matter experts that are going to, for us, unravel the mystery of collagen. You know, we're hearing a lot about collagen now, and you really can't go to, uh, to, to many of these uh, health food stores or supermarkets without seeing collagen uh, products line up the shelves. But I wanted to bring a subject matter expert so that we could become not only very familiar with it, but educated and informed on how collagen truly works and I couldn't think of anyone better to do that than our next guest, who is an absolute incredible human being. Dr. Richard Kaufman is not only a distinguished scientist, but he's a biogerontological researcher. He's also a bestseller of the book, The Age Reduction System. He has a Ph.D. in bionutritional chemistry. And what I get excited about, because that's my background, he has a B.S. in psychology but Dr. Kaufman only has he appeared on numerous radio, internet, and television broadcasts, but he's lectured worldwide. He's conducted seminars on a wide range of important topics, and he himself has formulated over 200 products for practitioners of alternative medicine and in the dietary supplemental industry. So we're super excited to have Dr. Kaufman with us. Dr. Kaufman, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much, Jay. We appreciate you being here. We're going to dive right into it. Uh, the first question I, I have for you, I think it's one that probably is the one that all of my listeners are interested in knowing. Can, can you take the time to explain what collagen is uh, for those who may not be familiar with it? I'd love to. Well, col first of all, collagen, the word collagen comes from the Greek word kola, meaning glue. It's the most abundant protein in the human body. It's hmm. literally the structural glue material that holds everything together. It's the most abundant component also in the extracellular matrix of those outside this, in the body's uh, structural materials. It's mainly produced by fibroblasts in the connective tissue, but also can be made by certain skin cells. Think about collagen. It's like a rope. Three hmm. chains wrapped around each other forming collagen, forming a collagen triple helix. These building blocks combine to form collagen fibrils of enormous strength and tensile force. It's made of three amino acids, proline, hydroxyproline, and glycine, which helps give the body its structural strength of connective tissues, skin, hair, and nails, and keeps our body very healthy. It's essential a protein, as I said, is the most abundant protein in the human body. So... That being said, let's break that down a little bit because uh, not only is it important to really understand those components, but how it affects our bodies. So we understand collagen is important for our bodies, but without the production of it in our system, what can go wrong? How could that deficiency cause us not to thrive physically and having a sense of well-being? Well, think about this. 
a building is based on an underlying structure. When that, if that structure is weak, the building collapses. So if you mm-hmm. have loss of structural material, think about your skin collapsing, your hair becoming weak, nails deteriorating, your connective tissue breaking down, developing osteoarthritis, as well as your bones being weakened. As we age, we need more collagen. Mm. And there's a yearly decline of 1.5% annually of collagen, which contributes to intrinsic aging of the body structure becoming weak, feeble, bad skin, weak bones, osteoarthritis, a wide range of problems because our structure is decaying. It's the basic... So, yeah. I'm sorry, you were, go ahead, you were saying? It's also the, the protein that determines skin physiology. It maintains the structure of the skin itself, helping them retain water and keeping the skin smooth, firm, and strong. So without collagen or enough of it, you have skin aging. So you mentioned it's 1% decline year after year. When does that begin? Because that caught my attention. After your physiological prime, which is in your mid-20s. It's about 1.5% a year annually. However, you can actually... Skin aging is dependent on a lot of extrinsic factors, you know, environment, mm-hmm. exposure to drugs, toxins, pollutions, poor diet. So you can, so that can be variable. Someone who lives a very unhealthy lifestyle, a lot of UV exposure for skin, or overuse to joints, or just abuse of their body, not getting enough nutrients, can have a faster decline in the structure and the loss of collagen. They said collagen replacement is essential for any good anti-aging regimen. Well, Dr. Kaufman, one of the things that always pops in my mind, and I, I've been in the space of nutrition, I've been a personal trainer, I've been a professional bodybuilder since I was 18 years old, probably earlier than that, I've taken supplements, and I've always sort of stayed ahead of the curves with supplements, things that can help me enhance my workouts and so on. I know one of the challenges um, is absorption, right? Uh, you can have the greatest claims in the world about your product, but if the body isn't absorbing it, then it, it's almost a waste of time to spend the money on it because it's not going to where it needs to go and it's not going to do what it's going to do. Absorption of any outside substance is always a challenge with dietary supplements. But how can collagen be most effectively absorbed into the body? I will gladly answer this. In fact, delivery is one of my specialties, having developed a wide range of, of nanoparticle delivery systems to help make nutrients more bioavailable to get into the body. Collagen in its native form can't be absorbed by the body at all. It must Mm. be broken down into smaller peptides before it can be absorbed. This can only be done with high-quality supplements contain hydrolyzed collagen peptides. Studies have shown that if you take the collagen peptides, they are metabolized in the gut further to die in tripeptides, then released in the bloodstream and accumulated to go into the skin and the tissues that require collagen reformation and restructuring. As I said, hydrolyzed collagen is the only way to absorb collagen. In its native form, it's too big an amino acid. It's too large and unruly to absorb. So you have to use properly hydrolyzed collagen broken down in the smaller peptides for absorption. I want to stay on that topic for a second. For a second, you said hydrolyzed collagen peptides. So I'm a consumer. I'm out and about shopping, not knowing that that is the purest way to, or the probably the the best uh, way to have collagen absorbed into the bloodstream. 
what are people then buying if they're not buying something that is hydrolyzed, uh, a hydrolyzed product this way? What, what are they putting into their system, if anything at all? You don't know what they're putting in their system. Many companies mm. are very deceptive. They say collagen. It's not mm. going to be absorbed. And even if they say hydrolyzed collagen, what is the source of the collagen? What's the size of the peptides? There's basically 16 types of collagen. Five, five are most important. And there's one, two, three, four, and five. The most abundant ones, for example, in the skin, and they're, I think they're best formed from bovine sources, from grass-fed bovine sources, are type one and three. Type one is the most prevalent one in the human body. Type three mm-hmm. is present in, in the skin, blood, in the blood vessels, and other tissues. It also forms elastic fibers. For example, young skin contains 80% type 1 collagen and 15% type 3 collagen. So you wow. really have to know the company in order to know what you're getting because you cannot tell from a label, and that's very deceptive. I mean, So unless you know the manufacturer of it and trust the manufacturer and know what sources of collagen they're using of the peptides, the consumer may be, be defrauded or buying something that doesn't really work. So type 1, type 3, and it has to be a hydrolyzed collagen peptide. That's the, the, the early indications that you may very well have a product that will be uh, not only viable, but something that will be easily absorbed into the bloodstream. Am I on the right track here? Absolutely. I mean, some of them contain trace amounts of the others, but if, unless they specify type 1 and type 3 as the predominant peptides, collagen peptides in the product, it may be useless or near useless. Mm. See, this is why I'm so excited that, that I have a platform, uh, Dr. Kaufman, to educate people, to inform people in many different areas and, and throughout, uh, throughout many different industries. But I know that health is such an important one, and what you're sharing with our audience right now is so vital, so we appreciate the information. Let me ask you one last question. Speaking about collagen formulas, obviously not all collagen formulas, now that we're understanding this, uh, that are out there are, are the same. What should a consumer, though, be looking for when searching for a good collagen formula? I would look for a, a, a full profile collagen peptide enhanced formula, not only containing the type 1 and type 3s, but also containing the essential amino acids. Like mm-hmm. those formulas will, make, contain not, will contain the amino acids, like the nine essential amino acids. Plus, also, I think there's some synergistic compounds that work very well with the collagen itself. So their presence in the form of convert created more of a synergistic effect. For example, you may want to be looking for methane, turmeric powder that contains curcumin, glucosamine for joints, chondroitin sulfate, uh, which helps arthritis, as well as hyaluronic acid, which is the material that holds in skin moisture. So if you can have a material, if you can have a great, a great product in my mind, which consists of bovine collagen type 1 and type 3, supplemented by, nine, by the essential amino acids, along with the synergistic nutraceuticals, I think that's the golden formula for collagen supplementation today. Wonderful, wonderful advice. Dr. Kaufman, we really appreciate you coming on the show and enlightening our audience on, on this, this collagen booming uh, industry, but more importantly, what makes it the most effective? What is the most effective way, rather, to, to absorb it, to take it, 
and to really use it for what is intended for, for, for to thrive in your health and your wellness and your ability to feel better about yourself and also look good too, right? <laughs> Nothing wrong with looking good. Look good. So appreciate yeah. being on the show. Oh, yes, I understand looking good is important. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thank you so much for being on the show. We'll have you back in the future as a subject matter expert on the next booming item that will be out there. So you'll always have an open mic here, my friend. So I thank you for being on the show. I'd love to come back. Folks, we're going to be right back after the break. If your business is struggling with time-consuming payroll processing, employee handbooks that are outdated, and overall employee relations issues, let Excellian Business and HR Solutions help you by becoming your HR outsourcing business partner. Excellian Business and HR Solutions offers over 30 years of HR experience in the public and private sector. We're your one-stop shop HR business partner. We're a certified minority woman-owned business enterprise. Find us at Excellian.com. You probably only think about insurance when you need it, but at Higginbotham, we have insurance specialists thinking about your risks and how to cover them year-round. We start with listening and end with a custom solution that fits your needs and budget. Whether it's for your home, car, health, business, or employees, Higginbotham has you covered. Higginbotham is a place that leads with values, so your value leads. The pandemics reminded us we live in a sea of airborne germs that can assault us with every breath. Your nose is the body's first line of defense by helping filter out allergens, bacteria, and viruses before they reach your lungs. But like any air filter, the more clogged up it gets, the less it works. So how do you clean your nose? I'm Martin Hoke, and I didn't invent nasal irrigation. The neti pot's been around thousands of years. But I did invent Navage to make cleaning your nose easy. Navage uses powered suction to flush out mucus and germs that cause congestion, or worse, can make you sick. Over 2 million people use Navage to breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier without drugs. Navage has over 70,000 online reviews averaging 4.7 stars because it works and it's easy to use. Go to Navage.com or find Navage at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Bed Bath, and Target. Now available with eucalyptus for a spa-like experience. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Welcome back to Thrive Time with Jay Mamie. Welcome back, everyone, to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. We just wrapped up a fantastic educational, informational segment with Dr. Richard Kaufman, who enlightened us about collagen from a, from a more of a, of a detailed approach, from an analytical approach, knowing what's good, what's not good, and what makes that particular product viable if you are in pursuit of having that type of supplement. But now we're going to sort of go in a different direction, and, and more the direction of the, the purchasing side. Uh, the distribution side. We're going to speak right now with one of our proxy, a returning guest, Nigel Branson, the president and co-founder of First Fitness Nutrition, was actually one of our early guests in our season one show, and he did such a great job as we spoke about the mystery of CBD that I wanted to bring him back to continue to discuss with us the ability to thrive, not only with the rice supplementation, but also dovetailing off Dr. Kaufman's conversation about collagen. And just so that you know, First Fit and Nutrition is a direct sales company. It's based here in Frisco, Texas, and since 1989, it's been providing powerful supplemental nutritional products uh, to consumers that are recommended by doctors, and they've been doing that millions to millions of people for the, over the last uh, close to 40 years, and for 32 years of that, Nigel Branson's vision 
and unwavering passion has really been the driving force behind First uh, Fitness Nutrition. He's a, he himself is a dynamic presenter. He's a trainer. And he's got this innate ability to inspire people to achieve maximum results. And he's been doing that for a very long time in a very crowded industry. So a better person than Nigel to discuss the, to continue discussing this collagen booming uh, uh, that's happening in the industry. Um, I couldn't think of a better person. So Nigel, welcome back to the show. Well, thanks a lot for having me, Jay. Excited to be on. Nigel, let's dive right into this. I, I'm I'm interested in here because now that I've um, been made more aware of, of the collagen story, I, I I've seen the products. Uh, it's obviously it's it's hard not to see them on the shelves, but I didn't realize that it was this popular until I started to do my research. Why is there such a a sudden surge in in consumers' interest and in, in their consumption of collagen-based products? Well. For, for a good reason, Jay, the, the, the popularity of collagen peptides is significant from the standpoint that you're taking a wellness product, so to speak, that actually gets results that you can see and feel almost immediately. And we're talking about results uh, in the uh, areas of uh, supporting youthful and radiant-looking skin. It's improving skin elasticity and hydration. Uh, mm -hmm. You've got the strengthening of hair and nails, and people see uh, uh, accelerated growth in the hair. They see the, the strength uh, in their nail. Um, it promotes bone and joint health. So if you can imagine someone taking a quality supplement, getting the results, it, they're going to start talking to people, and the next thing you've got an explosion. And this has to be the next big supplement explosion since the introduction of CBD hemp oil in 2018. I, I totally see that. I, I, the, the, these, and I want you to share the trajectory of this boom that we're speaking about, because I know you know those numbers, but I see this almost uh, as the same boom that started early on in the CBD hemp business, which you were a part of as well. But how big is the collagen industry boom right, right. now? Well, just to give you an example of how it's grown, in 2014, collagen peptide supplement sales were $50 million for the year. In 2020, it was $293 million, and mm. by 2025, it is projected to hit $6.5 billion. Wow. I mean, that's huge. That is incredible growth in a short amount of time. But what I'm curious about is, and I'm sure our listeners are curious also, collagen has been around, but obviously collagen is not a new discovery. And I understand you mentioned that people now are, are, are because of the health benefits of it. But why wasn't this capitalized earlier and, and now uh, it's, it's booming? Why, why are people so interested in, in, in pursuing this, this, this supplement now? Well, I think it has to do with uh, an aging population, a vast mm. majority of our population being the baby boomers. Um, you know, we're getting a little bit older. We want to start, we, we want to keep the fountain of youth. So anti-aging, wellness, skin care has absolutely taken off. And then you've got this uh, dietary supplement um, that is making a significant um, contribution to how people look and feel. Um, you're going to have you're going to have a lot of uh, popular demand, but with popular demand, also opens up the door for a lot of 
label abuse and fly-by-night type products that uh, are generally sold on the Internet. I, am, I want to touch on that because Dr. Kaufman did make mention of products that are poor. In other words, products that are not the quality they should be for absorption. So in your opinion, what constitutes a poorly produced and, and processed collagen product? Well, first of all, uh, consumers need to be aware of the label. I, I, I know that a lot of companies aren't uh, what we call a truth and labeling company, which, is, which means they're not labeling it according to the FDA guidelines. But a lot of brands on the market um, are not using hydrolyzed collagen. Hydrolyzed collagen means that the product will have peptides. We're taking the amino acids, we're breaking it down into small molecules that can be absorbed in the body. If it's not hydrolyzed, it won't be absorbed. That's number one. Number two, they are combining um, um, collagen from several sources. You get bovine, you've got avian, which is bird, fish, chicken, and egg, and then they call it a multi-collagen. Mm. But in most, in most cases, if it contains more than three types of collagens, now an uneducated consumer would say, well, if they see a multi-collagen label and it says contains collagens one, two, three, four, and five, it must be better because there's more in there. But those right. are more, yeah. but they're more likely to be watered down and less effective. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if you go back to listening to Dr. Kaufman, if type one is almost 90% of the body, and I think he said type 3 was in the 15% range, but even if that wasn't accurate on the 15%, just take 10% is left over if type 1 is predominant. Then you don't want a multi-collagen. You want the collagens to, um, that are effective for what we're looking for in the results of a person taking it. And what are we looking for? Hair, skin, nail, joint. Okay, that is coming from types one and type three. And mm -hmm. we know that the research is saying grass-fed bovine. So you, got to, you want grass-fed bovine, you want types one and three, and you want to make sure that the collagen contains more than eight grams. A lot of products on the market, under eight grams. You've got to have a minimum of eight grams in a serving. That's fantastic information, Nigel. Now, I know you are a staunch believer in quality products, quality production. One of the things that you and I spoke about on your first uh, appearance on the show was the quality uh, that First Fitness Nutrition provides in their CBD hemp oil products. And you really helped our audience understand what the fake and phony products out there uh, look like and, and how to avoid them. And you also showcased how you take meticulous approach to producing quality product. How are you taking that same meticulous approach right now to produce a quality hydrolyzed collagen peptide product? Well, in this particular case, we were not first to the market. We have been first to the market with a lot of products. In fact, uh, uh, the founder of First Fit Nutrition is the man that invented the world's first diet uh, protein shake. Uh, we were one of the first companies to come out with the first all-in-one inner body and colon cleanse. Uh, we mm. were one of the first to come to market with CBD-rich hemp oil. Uh, on the collagen, we were not the first to come to market. And so, but because of the, the demand and because of our, our, our reach of people, um, we wanted to add this product. So I had to uh, get with the team, 
uh, or by nutritional chemists and our medical doctors to say, okay, this is what's out here. This is what's on the Internet. People are going to read labels. They are going to Google it. What can we do to make this the best product on the market? And um, we came up with, number one, we wanted a complete protein, complete prote- protein meaning that it would have the 18 amino acids of which nine would be essential. So that was goal number one. Number two, mm-hmm. we wanted hydrolyzed collagen uh, peptides. We wanted it from grass-fed bovine types one and three. We knew that that was uh, what were the, the, the most effective types. We then wanted to add a complete protein. So not just having collagen peptides, we added hydrolyzed whey protein and pea protein. And then mm. we added the anti-inflammatory or special hair, skin, nail, and joint blend of MSN, turmeric, glucosamine, chondroitin, and the hyaluronic acid. So these additional ingredients make the product very substantial. Now, we've been on the market with this product since July, and the results are absolutely incredible. Another thing in a quality product, Jay, you've got to have a 100% money-back guarantee. And I'm here to tell you that after being in the distribution, manufacturing of um, dietary and nutritional supplements for 32 years, we have less than half a percent in returns. So what that means is that 99.5% of the people that are using our products are getting results. And if for whatever reason they are not happy with the product, we have a no question asked uh, money back guarantee. And we've been doing that for 32 years. That's one of the reasons why year after year, First Fitness Nutrition rating and and uh, client satisfaction, customer satisfaction just continues to uh, stay as level as it's been for all these years, if not continues to get better because of that money back guarantee, quality products. Um, and that's a, that's a home run. That's a rarely found combination in today's world. Let me wrap up this segment by asking you the, the final question. You have a huge organization of business owners that work, uh, that are part of First Fitness. They, they're building their business. They're relying on the quality of products that First Fitness Nutrition produces in order to build their businesses. What's been the response from your company's business owners since you've introduced this new product uh, a couple of months ago? Well, you know, what we, what we did here, Jay, and I know the show's about the collagen peptides, we added um, a brand-new anti-aging skincare system with a plant-based alternative to retinol. So we, ca- we have a one-two combination. We're taking the collagen to help you look and feel younger from the inside, and then we're using the anti-aging uh, alternative to retinol without all the side effects to make you look and feel younger on the outside. So the testimonials uh, that are coming in, uh, both on the collagen and the skin care, because it's a one-two, inside and out, has been absolutely um, fantastic. You know, uh, we've gone through as a nation quite a horrific uh, past 19 months with the pandemic, and a lot of people have been affected in a negative way, especially uh, from a business standpoint. Um, But we've had to... um, adapt. We've had to switch our focus uh, to, um, to wellness, enhancing and building the immune system, concentrating on health, and at the same time, uh, being, a, being proactive and bringing to market uh, 
products that are popular in demand, but making sure that they are the best on the market available. And here's what I tell people. Don't take my word for it. Try our products. If you don't like what, you, uh, what we're telling you you're going to get, we'll give you your money back. It's as simple as that. And where should people go to learn more about First Fitness Nutrition and your collagen products and this other supplemental product, which sounds fantastic, and maybe in the future we'll have you come back and, and really educate consumers about that aspect of wellness. But where can people go now to learn more about First Fitness and the collagen product? Well, I set up a special website uh, for this talk show, and they can go to R. B, R for Roger, B for boy, dot firstfitness.com. You can uh, see the video. You can uh, buy online. We have a VIP uh, rewards program. Uh, everything you need to know about any of our exciting products is at rb.firstfitness.com. Nigel, as always, you're a, just a tremendous guest. You bring such great value to the marketplace, such great value to our listening audience. We appreciate you taking time to be on the show. Well, Jay, thank you very much. I look forward to being back. I love, uh, love the show. I think you've done a tremendous job in a short period of time, and I know your reach is growing. Thank you, my friend. Folks, that wraps up our show for this weekend. Make sure that you make the next seven days thrive-minded. We'll see you next Sunday for your next hour of Thrive Time.